Hi, this is Michael Bell. You're listening to TV Confidential. The Robertson author guest Richard Benjamin. Richard Benjamin, star of He and She, Quark, Cat 22, The Last of Sheila, and other movies and TV series. For our listeners in Southern California, Richard Benjamin will be appearing at the Egyptian Theater in Hollywood on Sunday, January 26th, following a special screening of The Last of Sheila. Richard will be in conversation that night with his co-star from The Last of Sheila, Diane Cannon, and film historian, Foster Hirsch. For tickets and more information, AmericanCinematechCalendar.com, AmericanCinematechCalendar.com, as well as the events page on Facebook. Let me ask you this. Uh, we, we, we've touched on your work as a director a few times in our conversation, and you've been one of many people who have, who have been fortunate to have a concurrent career as a director, as an actor. You go back and forth as the opportunity presents itself. When, you, when you're acting and you're being directed by whoever's directing, do you yeah. take your director hat off and just focus on... Absolutely. On... In fact, I did, we did a movie, Paul and I did a movie, right after I directed my favorite year, and Judd Taylor was the director, and he knew I had just finished directing a movie, and he said to me, well, are you going to, you know, kind of second-guess me, or are you going to make suggestions? I said, Judd... I just used up all of my decisions, uh, <laughs> and I have no more decisions. I don't want to make any decisions about anything. I will go where you tell me to go. I'll say it however you want me to say it. I have, I have nothing to do with that. It was like a vacation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, yeah, I just wanted, I had nothing to do with, you know, wanting to second-guess anything he was doing. Yeah, I, it, it, it sounds freaking in the sense that all you have to do is just focus on your work versus all the other things that are, that fall under your responsibility. Oh, when yeah, you because you're doing everything. I mean, and you're also behaving, you know, it's kind of a lesson in psychology because you're you're talking to actors who need a certain kind of input and, you know, kind of a psychological kind of approach to things about character and behavior and then you're you're talking to craftspeople mm -hmm. about you know um what dress the the girl should wear and what you know how is that makeup too heavy and where's the camera going to go and and lighting and all, all kinds of technical things and you have to switch back and forth you know instantly they all come together at some point but you have so many different kinds of people to deal with, and that's the fun of it. Yeah, I understand that uh, you wanted to direct even before you wanted to be an actor. That's true, yeah. I directed in school uh, at Northwestern. I directed theater and community theater around Evanston, where Northwestern is. And, yeah, I did, but... Um, and even our acting, great acting teacher there, Alvina Krauss, said to me, you're a director, Dick. And I, okay, so I got, we get out of school, and then what? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? How do you do that? Um, uh, you, what you can do, if, you, if an agent sends you to audition, or you get an audition, uh, as I did in Barefoot, you can, you know, a single person, an actor, walk in, do an audition and uh, and hopefully get a job. But who's going to give you a couple of million dollars and a crew of a hundred people to move around if you haven't done that before? I mean, why would they ever do that? 
um, it's too big a risk. So as the direct, as the acting thing got going, you know, I kept doing that. And then when we got out here uh, again, uh, Paula uh, was with uh, Phil Gersh, and I had actually had a, he was Bogart's agent, he was, ba and also basically a director's agent, Robert Wise, and mm -hmm. um, Arthur Hiller, and Mark Robeson. And uh, years before, when Paula was first out here, I had a conversation with him about that I wanted to direct. And then about, this is like 20 years later, mm -hmm. uh, we go back and we're with him. And he said to me, he said, whatever happened to that directing thing you talked about? Well, first of all, I couldn't believe that he remembered the <laughs> conversation we had 20 years ago. And then I said, well, yeah, but how do I do that? He said, let me work on that. So... He began to get me uh, television pilots and things like that, and, you know, they, they took a chance on me, and so I had that, you know, uh, to show anybody. And then David Gersh, Phil's son, who's also a director's agent, somehow convinced Mel Brooks and Michael Gruskoff to take a chance on me for my favorite year. So, uh, and they did. So, uh, you know what I mean? So, this, look, again... Opportunity, luck, they all, you know, bang into each other. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Richard Benjamin is on the line with us. Richard Benjamin, Golden Globe Award-winning actor from The Sunshine Boys, star of He and She, Quark, Catch-22, The Last of Sheila, and other movies and TV shows, and the director of such motion pictures as My Favorite Year, The Money Pit, and mermaids for our listeners in southern california richard will be appearing at the egyptian theater in hollywood on sunday january 26 following a special screening of the last of sheila richard will be in conversation that night with his co-star for the last of sheila diane cannon as well as film historian foster hirsch for tickets more information american cinematech calendar.com american cinematech calendar.com Calm. Uh, I understand one of the first things you directed, this is even before you got my favorite year, one of the first things you directed was, it was you mentioned a pilot. I, I know you did a, an adaptation of Carl Reiner's Where's Papa? I did, yeah. That, uh, was, the, that was the first thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I always like to talk to people about adaptation because, uh, and, because sometimes the form will dictate what you keep and what you don't keep. Yeah. But especially if you're if you're adapting, you know, uh, like a full length movie down to a thirty minute pilot, you you really gotta be, you know, particular in your choices. Did you worry about all of that? You know, when when, when you got that job, or did you just work uh, straight? No, no. It it pretty well in, encapsulated what you know what the movie was and what a series could be. Ruth Gordon played the mother, mm -hmm. and George Siegel in uh, and played her son in the movie and um marvin worth uh bob clane who wrote the movie took a chance on me directing the pilot and we pretty well you know could tell from that pilot what the series would be and we had elsa lanchester 
the Bride of Frankenstein mm -hmm. and Charles Lawton's uh, wife uh, as Ruth, the Ruth Gordon part, and she was fabulous. And we shot it, you know, and we did the same things. You know, he tries to dresses up as a gorilla in the beginning and tries <laughs> to kill his, kill his mother and all that. And, and then it was good. And then Marvin called me and said, well, ABC really likes it, but they're not going to put it on. And I said, why not? He said, because they said, we can't have a crazy mother on ABC television. So I said, well, she is crazy, but why don't you tell them she's just eccentric? And they said, I tried that, but they wouldn't buy it. So they wouldn't put it on because they thought it was just too much. Well, it, it goes back. It goes back to you know what we said before. A lot, a lot of time, it's timing. You know, if yeah, if yeah. I mean, this this was back when this was back when it was a three network universe, and so uh, yeah, and you you had you know things like uh, the Brady Bunch and Father Knows Best and Donna Reed and you know all of that. So they weren't weren't going to put a, a mother who was a lunatic on there. Although for you, you know, directing your first film. I mean, to have that level of acting talent in your hands, I would imagine that would have eased it up a little bit because you know you had such great talent. Oh, yeah, and she was great. Uh, and also, you know, I was in awe at the same time. I mean, these were legendary movie and theater people. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I did my favorite year, I started to ask people I knew, uh, like Carl Reiner, and he's another one, that should be on that list i kept saying asking people for advice and i said to carl uh i'm about to direct a movie do you have any advice and i he said well is it a comedy and i said yeah he said get funny people <laughs> <laughs> i said oh okay <laughs> some sometimes it's just as simple as that yeah yeah uh of course, one of the funny people you worked with, uh, you directed in my favorite year, was Peter O'Toole. I understand the key to working with O'Toole was make sure everything was absolutely ready before you called him out. Uh, that's set. for sure. Yeah. He said, do not call me out until you know that every, every light is set. Uh, there are no ladders around. Nobody's fooling with anything that you're absolutely ready. I mean, he, you know, he was like... It was like a howitzer in a way. You never had more than three takes with him ever, mm -hmm. and probably you didn't need more than one. I mean, he was so spot on always. Um, and um, it was something to see uh, somebody who, you know, was extraordinary in his own personality, but also such a professional and that brought everybody's game up. Yeah. Um, and he loved working with Mark Lynn Baker because Mark had had been on the stage, and I, you know, shot very very long takes, almost like being on a stage. And the two of them, you know, just kept up with each other. It was it was fun to see. Of course, Mark Lynn Baker went on to be the straight man in Perfect Strangers, and I. This is something we we talk about on the program on on occasion. Richard, the straight man often has the harder of the two jobs because his his job or her job is to set up the funny people. Yeah, 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 and oh yeah, they 
they go kind of uh, unsung in a way, but, you know, what would Jerry Lewis be without Dean Martin, you know, and... Uh, uh, and with Laurel and Hardy, I'm not sure who the straight person was there. <laughs> you know, probably Hardy because he kept reacting to everything yeah. that Laurel did. And, and Abbott Costello, Bud Abbott, was certainly the straight man there. Um, yeah, yeah. I forgot that you directed Mermaids. Uh-huh. I love that movie. Oh, I'm so glad because it's one of my favorites, yeah. I, I left the theater... It may, it may just be, maybe it's because I love Cher's cover of the Shoop Shoop song. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I, <laughs> I just, I had music, I had energy, I was dancing coming out of the theater. I just felt good watching that oh, movie. I'm so glad when we, I, when, I think when we did that song at the end, she was saying, she said, I think I sang back up on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they, they were just, you know, Cher is just the greatest. She's just the greatest. She said she sang back up on the original. I think so. Oh wow! She thought so. She wasn't entirely sure, but she says I think I did. <laughs> yeah. Now she she's another one. I mean, I've never I've never spoken to her, but from what I understand, when she takes her singer and live performer, you know, hat off, and she yeah. works on a movie, she's totally dedicated, and I have found her to be a very underrated actress. Oh I, oh, I agree. Uh, she's also just a, 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 like a truth machine. Mm-hmm. You, you can't try and, you know, get anything by her and try and manipulate her or do anything, by, you know, behind her back. She can see and knows everything that's going on. And you have to be completely honest with her all the time because she can spot it. She can spot anything fake, uh, anything, someone trying to do something um, you know, that's not right and stuff. And at the same time, she's just a wonderful person to be, be around. And the girls, uh, Winona and Christina, they, li- they stayed with her during the movie. It was like a sorority house. Wow. <laughs> um, and they, they loved her. They absolutely loved her. Yeah. Uh, you also directed Tom Hanks in The Money Pit. And uh, this, this being uh, Oscar, the, the week the Oscar nominations came out, Tom Hanks was nominated for A Beautiful Day yeah. in the Neighborhood. Uh, you know, what, what, was your, what memories of working with Tom Hanks, and how do you think he'll do with the Oscars this year? Uh, well, I never know the answer to that. I don't, <laughs> but the again, um, I, I, as you can tell, and you know, as as his career has gone on from there, um, and how everybody says, you know, what a delight it is to work with him. That's the way it was then. He yeah. was very young, um, and. And was that his first feature? I can't remember. It was. It was one of his first. Yeah, and- yeah, and. Uh, the minute we had a meeting with him, we cast him immediately. Uh, but I had seen him on Bosom Buddies, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I knew, you know, his timing was impeccable, and and he, you know, he was great at everything, at farce and everything, and and all physical comedy and stuff, and um, he was just the best, you know. I mean, I again, I mean, the luck of it all. Uh, to, you know, catch him at the beginning of his career and all that. Uh, yeah, he he was absolutely. And again, 
so unassuming, so humble all the time. And from what I understand, that's the way he is today. I, I have been told he embodies Jimmy Stewart in in, in, in Yeah, I agree. In many senses, yeah. Yeah, our Jimmy Stewart at this time. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of an everyman, you know, and yeah, I agree, yeah. Richard will be appearing at the Egyptian Theater on Sunday, January 26th, uh, following the special screening of The Last of Sheila, uh, are, do you have any uh, projects either in front of the camera or on the stage or behind the camera that are, that are in the works that you're at liberty to tell our audience about? Uh, not anything I can say anything about right now, because as soon as you say something that isn't absolutely said, it goes completely away. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, and our, again, you know, quoting Phil Gersh, he's I don't believe anything's happening until I see it in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're in Los Angeles or if you're in the vicinity of Hollywood uh, on Sunday, January 26th at the Egyptian Theater, you can, uh, you can see Richard Benjamin in conversation with Diane Cannon following the uh, special screening of The Last of Sheila, AmericanCinematechCalendar.com. You can also follow at the events page on Facebook. Richard Benjamin, thank you so much uh, for spending part of your day uh, talking to me and our listening audience. I hope you'll join us again one day on TV Confidential. It's been a pleasure, Ed. Thanks so much. We'll take a look at this week in TV history right after this. Ed Robertson, along with our friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not. It's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today. 800-712-8002. That's 800-712-8002. Paid for by U.S. Med. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, completely updated with more than 100 pages of new information about the show that made James Garner a star, including a dozen new interviews and a lot more comments from James Garner himself. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, available now at mavericklegendofthewest.com, mavericklegendofthewest.com. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare. 
Timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere, legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by the misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious side-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Thanks for powering our stream. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.